Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Dave. Good morning. We're back. This is Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. I'm James Johnson. We have Heather Andrews and Coach Dave, and today we have a special guest for you, Todd Moot. So here at Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful, we're always trying to help you and to find new ways to become more healthy, more wealthy, and more grateful. And I'm going to have Heather and introduce Todd here this morning. They were just telling me a great story about Shrek and Fiona, and boy, this is going to be a good one. Here we go. So I met Todd Munt uh, on a basketball court in uh, approximately 1995. I was in Atlanta and the Atlanta Hawks at that night, uh, the coach Lenny Wilkins became the winningest NBA coach in history. And Todd Munt was the center. Uh, we would not meet again for four or five years. Um, and I interviewed him and he became a sales rep for me. So um, we were just talking about how one of the ways that we were so successful uh, with uh, engendering client relationships was at Halloween, we dressed up and Todd is seven foot tall and I'm five foot two. So we made quite the pair, but he was Shrek and I was Fiona. And we went around to all of our physician offices and Todd took a picture of every stop with the staff and tell them what you did. It's really cool. Uh, so we would, uh, you know, get pictures. Everybody would always want to take pictures. Uh, then I would get calendars made up um, for each office. So they would get multiple calendars and prints. And so they would put them up in their offices or in the, we were calling on um, cath labs as well at the time. So they would post them up and they would, I would be in front of them all year long, you know, be bringing a smile to their face, not just one day, but they would see that. And, and I have many, I think I've had, there's still some offices out there that still have pictures up this day in there, you know, on their walls. So. Because who doesn't want a picture with Shrek? I mean, come on. Absolutely, right? <laughs> and Shrek actually was seven feet tall. If you look at That's the details right. from the movie, so it was true to science. <laughs> right. Crazy. So, you know, Todd, one of the things that inspired me then about you and inspires me today is that you got into the NBA. And I think what is really remarkable is the story that you tell about how you manifested that so that it would actually happen. So can you share with our audience what you did to become an elite basketball player. Yeah, um, I had an interesting journey um, because I was, I started off and I was playing um, my college basketballs in Memphis, Memphis State. Uh, and it was, that was with Penny Hardaway at the time. Oh. Uh, but things changed, um, had changes. Um, I, my playing time decreased and I made a decision to transfer to a small school, Delta State in Mississippi, in Cleveland, Mississippi. And it was a big change. It was, you know, spotlight, division one, you know, NBA scouts at, at the game, every game, 
and watching Penny Hardaway and some of the other guys on the team. So I had a lot of exposure. And then I went to Little Delta State. Uh, we were the Fighting Okra, believe it or not, was our, our mascot. And uh, Fighting Okra. Fighting really? Okra. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. Okay. Okra, when I think of Okra, I think of scary fighting Okra. Right. Now, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I went there and I kind of dropped off the map as far as NBA and scouts. Um, so fast forward, you know, we have a really good season. Um, we get, we win the championship in the conference. Uh, we go to the elite, um, uh, the sweet 16 in the NCAA tournaments. Um, and then uh, we lost, ran into a team that was hot from three point line, lost that game. And I kind of was at that point, I was like, well, hey, my career's over. I, I really wasn't focusing on playing at the next level. Um, I thought I'd kind of dropped off. I had a great year and a fun year. But then I got, we got a call, the coach got a call from the Denver Nuggets saying, hey, they're asking for game film from the tournament, uh, from the championship. So I, then I thought, well, I got to give this a go. I got to, you know, something I've, I've dreamed about doing. And so I went and I, I just wrote two words, NBA now. I wrote it on athletic tape. I got a roll of athletic tape from the trainer and I wrote it and I put it on the remote control in my dorm, dashboard in my car, the mirror, right. um, on my wallet, anywhere that I would look. Yeah, I saw NBA now. And then I got a key from my coach to go to the gym at any time I wanted to. So um, that started my mindset of I'm going to work as hard as I can and give every ounce of energy I can to make that goal and you know, achieve playing in the NBA. And I had coaches <clears throat> from uh, Memphis that even said, hey, he's never going to make it. He doesn't. They kind of didn't think I'd had the work ethic or skills or whatever. So that was an additional motivation for me. But yeah, I just, uh, every time I wanted to go fishing, I had access to my coach's boat and I could go fishing whenever I wanted. And there's some good bass fishing down in Mississippi and Oxbow's down there. But I would just call my buddies up and go, let's go to the gym. We go to the gym, we work out. Um, we did a lot of unique things working out and, uh, just worked, 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 and uh, then uh, went to – ended up actually going to Canada and playing up in a small league up there, and uh, I actually got paid as a professional team up there, and then I got called to Atlanta Hawks for tryouts and went through the process. And it wasn't a long – well, I didn't get drafted, so I went the long – I always tell joke and say I took the long route. I didn't take the direct route, so I went – you know, Canada played there, played really well there, invited to the um, Atlanta Hawks training camp, went through the rookie training camp first, then to their veterans camp. And uh, it was, uh, I just, just kept focusing. I was always the first one to the gym, last one to leave the gym. Even though training camp, you know, you're exhausted, it's two days and your body is just going into shock, cramping up and uh, but I just kept pushing hard. And um, I remember the day that, you know, they made the cuts and and uh, called my dad and saying, Dad, I made it. Call my coach and say, hey, coach, I made it. You know, so it was a very fulfilling, very fulfilling. 
it was all from, I think, writing down, writing down goals. I'm so big on writing goals down. And even though it was just a simple two words, I think that's what really kept me, kept me focused. I think that's so important. Um, the more I learn about manifesting, the more I learn about goals is how important it is to have them written down. Um, I know there's been clinical trials and studies done with Harvard graduates looking at those that graduated with similar intellect, similar majors, and the difference between the ones that were millionaires and weren't is whether they had their goals written down. But interestingly, I just finished a book that I highly recommend. Uh, it's called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And this gentleman uh, started a yoga and mindset company teaching people how to manifest um, and how to meditate. And he went from making enough money every day to um, uh, to buy a coffee at Starbucks. And then his goal became... I want to be able to provide lunch for my wife and I, then dinner. It's a $500 million company today. Um, but he talks about creating a blueprint for yourself. And if you work with other people, having them do that same blueprint so that you know what you're working on, but your colleagues and your family know what you're working on. And by doing that, it's like a magnet it attracts the people into your life that will help you reach those goals. And I think that's what's so important. You mentioned you wrote it down on your athletic tape, but then you had, it sounds like a support system or a group of people that then were helping you, pushing you, bought into your goal. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I can see a resemblance. <laughs> Can you see my screen? You could see my screen, couldn't you? No. No, it was, all, it was black. Oh, here, let's put, it went black. Oh, that's not good. Let's try again. <laughs> let's try here. <laughs> Is it working now? It's still black. Still black. Still black. Really? Oh, there it is. Showing oh. <laughs> us a picture of Shrek. Yeah, it looks just like Todd, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm just joking, you, Todd. <laughs> Heather, you should so pull up a picture of us. I don't know if I have it on my computer. But that's, uh... I absolutely have that picture. So I will, when we post this podcast, I will yeah. pull that picture out. So, yeah. um, so. but yeah, I think. I just think that, yeah, writing down goals. So I'll give you another example just recently of writing down goals and setting my mind to something. So I'm currently working, um, doing some work with a company called Health Monitor. And I joined them right when COVID hit. So our call points are doctor's offices. And I'm like, wow, this is a challenge. They don't even, you know, a lot of them were closed completely. And then as they opened up, most of them were sitting in your car and waiting, and we'll call you. So, and they all had signs saying, no sales reps allowed, you know, we're not seeking vendors and all that. So, stock really an uphill battle from the start. So then uh, because of that, I was, I was, um, I was doing pretty good, <clears throat> but then <clears throat> um, they, they furloughed a bunch of people. So I got furloughed and uh, kind of took it personal because I was doing pretty good and there was, felt like there was, I'm very confident. So I'm 
And I'm like, they made a big mistake furloughing me because I can still get stuff done. You know, I can get in offices and I just know I can, you know, when I set my mind to something. So um, after that, they brought me back in about a month and I was just like, all right, it's time to get to work. I made my goals, wrote them down, printed them out, saying I will be number one in the company by the end of this quarter. You know, I also have some goals as far as set some goals as far as my health and losing weight. And uh, so I have those in my car um, posted where I can see them whenever I get in my car and I have them other places posted. So, and so uh, proud to say that I actually broke the records for the company. I hit my quarterly, hit my annual goal in the first quarter. So I hit wow. four. So first time in company history. So um, there's a, a, a lady um, in Houston that's always been number one in the company um, and nobody, she's always been double everybody. So I'm uh, way ahead of her right now and broke those records with the, uh, in the company. So I think some of just reminding, having that stuff written down is so huge and seeing it every day is it, it man, like you Heather, like you said, it helps manifest those, those ideas in your head and right. keeps you focused. And, you know, I had tendency when Todd and I would work together, you know, there were a lot of the reps carried everything around on like a four by six card because we wanted to stay focused. And I think one of the challenges even pre-COVID is it's very easy to get distracted. You know, it's easy to get distracted by the signals on your phone, your signals on your computer, you know, your family life and what have you, but you want to be able to come back to those fundamental things that are going to help you be successful. And so, you know, it, it's, it's a lot about really being focused on what it is you want to accomplish instead of having multiple, multiple things. Yes, those are important, but you want to like really be laser focused. And that's what I love of Todd about what you're saying is you had one goal, get into the NBA. There you go. So James is holding up a card that says ski at Snow Sun Valley. I can't read that one. Um, but uh, the point being is, is that it goes up a higher. James, uh, James is using that same thing. He has personal goals. He has friend, you know, and this is sort of what, uh, the code of the extraordinary mind is getting at is that you want to have this written down and you want to create a wall in <coughs> your office or in your home where everybody can see them so they know what you're working on and they can help you reach it and he gives three examples the first example is of someone in his office who had a goal of going to tibet well interestingly when they did this exercise four people had that same goal and they all went to Tibet together. So that's what's interesting about this exercise is you may find in your friend group, in your support system, in your colleagues at work, that they may also share those same interests or same goals. Like I love to ski, so I got to get on James' calendar now to figure out- Continue, when we can let's go. Yeah. So, so let me tell you, let me tell you something about these cards right here, all right? Because this is actually a great technique. And by the way, what you're talking about is you get that what you think the most about and affirmations, et cetera. And so these cards right here, 
what happened was I, I somebody mentioned this and I said, this is a great idea. So I took 10 cards. I gave my girlfriend 10 cards. I had her write down 10 things that she'd really like to do. I wrote down 10 things that I'd really like to do. And then we shuffled them up and we split them out. And, and then it was our goal for what, for us to make that happen. All right. So if you got that card throughout the next year or so, it was up to you to try to make that happen. And when you were saying this, I was thinking, God, I got to go pull out those cards. <laughs> Anyways, that was my bad. But go ahead. No, I, I think it's great. It's but it's not complicated. And I think we try to overcomplicate things and make it too hard. Just one thing, like focus on that one thing. You can have a list of things you want to do, but you know, like you did, you shuffled up the card and like, okay, well today we're going to go fishing. I think that's a really cool idea. So everything you all are speaking about are things that I use with everyone I train because everyone has good goals. Like, you know, lose exercise on a pound of pounds or get faster or, you know, be stronger or you're there. And I have them write their goals down. And then as, as a, I've said, post those everywhere. So if weight loss is your goal, take that goal and put it on your fridge. So when you go to open up your fridge, that goal is right there. And it's like, do I really want to open this fridge and have some, you know, snack foods? Or do I want to be like, I'm good. And you put it everywhere and people start like, I get phone calls and text and people are like, those goals help me because I saw them everywhere. They're in my car here and there. And it, you know, it's always in your head. Like I'm aiming at this. Why would I have a snack or do this or do that? Because it isn't in line with what I'm aiming at. Right. So yeah, no, I, yeah. It's, it's really kind of that GPS system, right? Really refining where you're going to go. And it doesn't mean that your life isn't going to take a detour. It doesn't turn out exactly the way that you think it's going to be. But I highly recommend um, if you are um, listening to this and you want to learn more about mindset and motivation and goals, um, the Mind Valley app has a six-day mindset course. Um, and every day it's like 10 minutes. It's really straightforward and simple. And then the, he has a corresponding YouTube video that's a little bit longer um, on day five regarding the, or day four, regarding the um, creating the blueprint. And so you can listen to that and, and take action on that. So I like to add one more thing to goals really quick. And then I'm going to ask Todd a quick question here. So the, the most important thing to remember about goal setting is there's no such thing as an unrealistic goal. There is, however, unrealistic timeframes. All right. So what happens so frequently is people will come to me and they say, well, I want to be a millionaire. Great. When do you want to do that by? I want to be a millionaire by next year. Do you have $990,000 in the bank? Because if you don't, you're probably going to have a problem. All right. So, so there's no such thing as unrealistic goals there is only unrealistic timeframes. And remember that when setting your goals. So Todd, as we wind down this, because we try to keep these at 20 minutes, if we wind down this, what would be your advice as somebody that's been very successful you know, in life? What would be your advice to the listeners as far as 
you know, being more healthy, being more wealthy, being more grateful? I say, um, set your mind on, on what you want, um, you know, and, and keep it simple. Keep it simple. It can be uh, one of the examples is my weight. I'm, I've decided I'm going to lose X number of pounds by my birthday, which gives me, and I break it down also, I break it down into shorter amounts so I can say hey, I need to do it this, this much this month. Um, so that's one way to help achieve those goals. Um, and like you said, always write it down, write it down so you can see it. Um, and don't limit yourself either. Um, you can always achieve, you know, it's, it's I get so, I helped coach my daughter's basketball team um, for a couple of, the last couple of years. And uh, it was the, the, some of the conversations by the head coach, I was just an assistant, very limiting. So don't limit yourself to what you can do. Um, set those goals um, and work incrementally to reach those goals. And you can, it's okay to set a goal and update it as well. So you can always, re, you can adjust goals um, that are not set in stone. So when you attain that goal, make it higher the next time. Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you very much for joining us. And we're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. Coach David, Heather, we had Ton Month. Month, is that how you say that? Month? Month, yes. And by the way, I did look that up. It was 2009, that championship game. When, oh, okay. When I, wa I wasted those tickets so much. But thank you for coming. We're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. Thank you for having me. Remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow and plan like you're going to live forever because you just might keep smiling and we'll see you really soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.